<laughs> Stonecutters podcast, Aaron Hankins. Will Catlett. In the building. In the building. Will on location in Atlanta. In Atlanta. In Atlanta where everything is open. You know, I go to Kill Me Crazy, get a smoothie. You can sit inside or you can sit outside. Do you have to wear a mask inside? You got to wear a mask when you come in, order your food. They have a mask. And you sit down, you can remove your mask. Then you eat your food and then you go about your business. So um, it's interesting. It feels a little normal out here than being in L.A. You know what I'm saying? But at the same time, you have to be careful. You know what I mean? And especially for you, because your job, you have to, it's not guaranteed. It's, it, you're, you have to get a negative test. Otherwise, you, you may not be able to shoot, right? Yeah, 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 for sure. I mean, that's per COVID rules. You know what I mean? Because if one person is positive, then, you know, you can affect the whole situation, you know what I'm saying? So, yeah, it's important that you get that COVID. They test you about four times a week. You know what I mean? But it's cool, though. You know, it makes sure everybody is safe, which is great. And, you know, you just got to make sure your extracurricular activities outside of work, you know, are in your apartment. <laughs> such, such as journaling, such as self-reflection. Exactly. <laughs> Exactly, man. So speaking of, of self-reflection, um, I think this week I really want to work on not being so hard on myself. Mm-hmm. And it's, it's tough because we're both parents and we both shoulder, you know, a majority of the responsibilities when it comes to providing for our families Mm -hmm. and you know, there's, there's a lot of expectations that we can put upon ourselves about getting things done or, or being present or doing this or doing that. So it's like not being so hard on myself. Do you have any experience with how do you, how, how do you not get, get down and get so hard on yourself? You know, I was, um, I was going through that, um, you know, uh, earlier in the week, I was trying to chase the chase the root of it. You know what I'm saying? It's like for me, I'm super talented, right? God gifted. You know what I mean? So I like when it comes to my work, I have this expectation that you know, once I go over something, I should know it. You know what I'm saying? So when I get in a position, and, and you know, as in knowing my lines as an actor, you know lines, you got to do your thing, and it's not about the lines, but it's about knowing the lines. You know what I'm saying? But when sometimes I find myself, when things didn't come to me as quick or if I will make a mistake on set, you know, I will beat myself up inside. And I will wonder, why are you doing that? You know what I'm saying? Like, no one's, no one cares that you dropped the line. You know what I'm saying? You can go back or you can improv. No one's looking at it that way. But why are you looking at it that way? And I was talking to my wife about it because it's not like this first time it happened to me. It happens to all actors, you know what I'm saying? It gets to a point that some actors have to get their lines fed to them, you know? Um, and that's a part of the process. But I had to go back, Aaron, to playing basketball. I was a guy that, you know, got in the game and I couldn't make a mistake. Oh, I was out of the game. That's why I was able to score so many points so fast because I knew I only had a, a, a limited amount of time to play. You got other people that will get in the game 
and they will be able to make mistakes and, and they keep them in the game. They turn around and hit a big three-point three point shot or whatnot. Yeah. Me, if I miss a play on defense or, or you know, didn't hit the open shot, you to the bench. You know what I'm saying? And that used to bother me. Like, man, instead of getting on the bench, like, let's go, team. I ain't tripping. I get back in. I'll wait till my next time. I had this thing that, you know, man, I can't mess up because they're going to pull me out. So I think deep down inside, somewhere unknowingly, because I didn't think about this until I was talking to my wife, that when I have little mishaps or the brain, sometimes the brain shuts down on you because it's too much in there, that you go back to reverting, man, I can't, you're supposed to know this, you, you know, you know what I'm saying? So I had to go back to that moment and I had to tell that young man, hey, man, it's a part of it, man. Hey, you know, celebrate on that bench. You know what I'm saying? So I had to go back to the moment when I got taken out of the game and I decided instead of being pouting, I decided to be like, let's go team. Let's go team. As though I'm doing this at 38 and I'm like 18 at that time or 17 at that time so that it can get that part out of my mind that you cannot make mistakes. And the truth is there's really no mistake. If all things work together for the good of those who are who of those who love God and who are called according to his purpose, then what is a mistake? Some of the best scenes are made when people forgot their stuff. You know what I mean? So you have to be in a place of relax. As I talk to my students about serve, I go through it too. I had to remember my own thing. Hey, brother, relax. <laughs> relax. You know what I'm saying? So there's a lot of us hard on ourselves when we shouldn't be, when we should let the mistakes be a part of the joy. You know what I'm saying? And just not to be, you got to make that conscious decision and then ask yourself, why am I continuing to have this expectation, this false expectation? And why am I beating myself up? Do you think that you beat yourself up when your, your mind is, tired or, or or if when your mind is kind of in an exhausted state when you've kind of been going through a, a couple of different things or is do you think that we can have these kind of th- these kind of self-doubts even when we're re- even when we're well rested even when when we feel refreshed even at the beginning of the day yes i think so because you haven't dealt with the root of the issue you got to go and pull it out from the root you know what i'm saying it's coming from somewhere because you know, I mean, listen, listen, we're not robots, right? You know what I mean? So you gotta give yourself the liberty to make mistakes because there's no real mistake, you know, in that. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like sometimes they'll lead to, say me and you had, you know, we were um, competing on, I don't know, say we we're competing in a triathlon or something, right? And we're on a team or something like that. You know, we're going through the thing. We're right there, but we don't finish. You know what I'm saying? And then we have, we're we're upset. We go to a coffee shop after, but we have this beautiful conversation that would have never took place if we won. We would have had a different conversation. You see what I'm saying? So everything worked together for us to have this beautiful conversation here. You know what I'm saying? But then we do the triathlon again, and then we win, you know what I'm saying? Because you got to win. <laughs> but I think the key that I took away, that I think people can take away uh, is ask yourself, 
do you have a false expectation? Um, is there, um, what do you call it? When you're being, um, when you wanna be perfect. When you wanna be perfect. When you wanna be perfect. Uh, perfection. Perfection. You know what I'm saying? So do you have a false sense of perfection? You know what I mean? Um, and then you can retrace the steps. What was said to you? What event happened in your past that may be triggered that is messing with your present? Then also too, you gotta give yourself the liberty to say nobody cares. Who cares? Get over it, get over yourself. It ain't that deep. You know what I mean? So yeah. we gotta give ourselves the liberty to have these conversations with ourselves. And it's tough though, because I know some people, when you feel that way in anything in life, you know, that's when depression can set in because you're constantly thinking about what went wrong. You know what I'm saying? What could I have done? Instead of knowing that it's a part of it. This is a part of the journey. Listen, if I didn't have certain experience this week or years before, we wouldn't be talking about it. You see what I'm saying? Absolutely. So like, you know, in, in my own narcissism, you know, sometimes I think I make mistakes so that I can help people, so they can, so they can let people know that, you know what, he does make mistakes. Wow, I can do it too. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Where did you hear that? <laughs> what did I hear? Right, what did I hear what? Or did you just make that joke up? I could do it too. He, if he makes mistakes, I can do. I can do it too. Exactly. It just came to me just now. You know, we should put that on a shirt. You know what I'm saying? Even MJ, right? You know what I'm saying? Everybody talk about the shots he hit, not the shots that he missed, though. But he learned. Kobe the same way. Kobe can hit game winners and have the confidence to hit game winners because he took game winners that he didn't hit. You see what I'm saying? That's why I love like people like Kobe Bryant, right? And even people like LeBron James. I look up to these people because you gotta have a different type of mindset to deal with the criticism, to deal with the disappointment, to go home to your family and have to be a father, but at the same time, you just lost a big game. And everybody, and as soon as you lose, it's on social media. It's on ESPN in the morning. And you got to block all that stuff out and still be able to shoot that next shot and hope that it goes in. You see what I'm saying? That's a different mindset. And I think our listeners, we have to not only work out physically, but we have to work out our mind and we have to prepare ourselves for the moment. You see what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. So it's like, for instance, right, uh, uh, the great late Miles Monroe. Uh, pastor out of the Bahamas, he said, I already visited my parents' funerals. This is before he had passed. So I can deal with the emotion and the feeling now before they go. So that way when they go, I've already dealt with it. So he's already planned in the future to help him deal with what may happen in the present. It's the same thing. You know, whatever we're doing, like you may, um, you know, be studying for a test you know, or to pass an exam. And you've already said, okay, in the event that I don't pass it this time, then I'm going, I'm going to uh, be okay with it because I'm going to take the test again and I'll pass it the next time. 
So the disappointment, you've already met the disappointment. And nine times out of 10, if you met the disappointment before you face the disappointment, you'll probably pass the test. You see what I'm saying? Because now you don't have that extra pressure on yourself to pass the test. What's the difference between meeting the disappointment and allowing the disappointment to consume you into a, a form of anxiety, like the fear of failure versus understanding and recognizing that failure is a part of the process? You get what I'm saying? I get what you're saying. And, I, and that's another thing that I have to constantly remind myself is that for the children of the light, there's no failure. There's only lessons learned. If you take on the mindset of failure, then that makes, that's a mindset of, I can't do it. It may not happen. This is why in the Nike slogan is just do it. Meaning no matter what, continue to move forward. So you don't allow the terminology of failure to set in your mind. Just like I was on set today and a young man said, uh, hey man, as an aspiring actor, what could I be doing? Now he addressed the question to the co-star. He didn't address the question to me. So I didn't feel like I needed to say anything because the question was addressed to the, to the person that I'm working with. And he, he answered so quickly is what I would have said. He said, first of all, you got to stop saying that you're an aspiring actor. You're on set right now. And I said, I didn't need anything to say because that's what I would have said. It's the mindset. As long as you think that you're aspiring, you know what I'm saying? You're never going to become because you have to become the thing that you want to become. You have to experience to become it. So if we're constantly telling ourselves, Aaron, that uh, you know we failed, I even I hate the book, Fail Forward. It's a book or Fail Up. It's a book. I mean, I read it, you know what I'm saying? But I get it, but I don't like the title. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Because you don't embrace the failure. I'm learning, I'm learning, I'm learning. And eventually all these things that I've learned, it's gonna come to a point in time Everything that I learned is going to benefit me for where I'm at right now. And that keeps us moving forward. You, you know what I'm saying? Absolutely. So we can't allow the disappointment to set in. How we beat that is for some people it's meditation, for some people it's prayer. Um, you know, but you have to deal with it. You have to deal with what, why you're feeling that way. And as Aaron always says, write it down. Start to write down the truths about yourself. Okay, this didn't go well. Like my acting coach will always tell me, what went well, what went wrong, and what would you do in the next take, if any? So he always started with the positive. What went well? This went well, this went well. What went wrong? Oh, man, I did this, I did that, this, did that, did that. But what would you do in the next take? You know what I'm saying? It's always to move forward. And I love those three questions because it allows you to have a self-assessment, and then you can identify the truth. Because sometimes what you think is bad was actually marvelous. You know what I'm saying? But yeah. you, had, you had a pre-thing in your mind of how things should have went. So that leads to the disappointment. I should have passed this test. I should have known this. I study. I should have. Maybe, maybe it wasn't meant. Maybe that's the way it was supposed to go that day. Okay, let's talk about it. Yeah. That was, a, that was a big, deep breath. Let's talk about it. That was good. It was, I was, the, the one thing that you said around aspiring and even in, our, in some of our discussions, I talk about the aspirations that I have for building things. And I can't, and it just made me think that I can't call myself an aspiring architect. 
There's going to be mm. a point. There's going to be a point when I had when I haven't built a structure, and then there's going to be a point when I've built a structure, and then I can call myself an architect. Mm-hmm. So, so the thing that I wrote down while we were talking is is that I need to define what an architect actually be an architect slash builder, you mm-hmm. know, but um, yeah, I just, I felt like we needed to just like, let it all, the should is the, the thing that, that I always get caught up with and shoulds should sound nice. Shoulds, shoulds imply control. Mm-hmm. Well, it should have went this way. And that's you kind of, adjusting it and trying to make it and manage it and trying to put it into the, into the expectation bucket. So it's, I understand the difference between seeing it and, and, and letting it consume you. I understand. Yeah. 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 Me too. You know what I'm saying? And we always learning, you know what I mean? It's like, it's tough, man. You know, some of the work that we do, but it's not, it's you gotta you gotta release it. Like I just said, it's tough, man. But what am I attracting? Tough. It's tough. It's tough. So the saying, ah, oh, it's a beautiful experience. So even in that, you see what I'm saying? That I had to correct myself. I had to correct myself, Aaron, because I, I understand the power of words. If I say that, then that's what it becomes. Yes. And I think I think that's what we're not taught as children that your words really become things thoughts become things they really do so if you're constantly saying well you know man it's tough man with that intention with that energy behind it all the 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 the, the atoms in the universe all they want to do is say oh he's serious about this let's let's make tough you see what i'm saying yeah Instead of saying, oh man, what a beautiful experience. Now everything becomes, you know what I'm saying? So we have to remind ourselves, it sounds crazy. It sounds metaphysical, but it's the truth. You know, it's the truth. For us to be on this podcast, you had an intention. You thought about it, you spoke it. And now we're here called the Stonecutters Podcast. You see what I'm saying? So we have to remember that we must police every single thought and every single word spoken and unspoken because it, 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 it carries and it builds things. You see what I'm saying? If I'm constantly thinking that I'm not good enough, then what am I going to eventually manifest? Things that are not good for me. Self-worth, lack of self-worth will manifest. Anxiety will manifest. Depression will manifest sometimes even cancer. You know, some sicknesses in people's body is because of the thoughts that they've been thinking about. That's you true. That's you know? true. And there's, there's been, um, I have discussions with people sometimes about this and there's been cases where people have had a condition and they've been able through an intense amount of mental thought over a period of time have been able to seemingly cure themselves of diseases and at the same times i mean we all know or we have we all have heard of people that have because of their mental state they've their health hasn't been good and then you hear all these people that have cancer and then they fight it and they they become a spirit and an energy and a, a light of positivity so much so that they're able to 
overcome whatever cancer that they have inside their body. And that's, that's the universe. Yeah. So yeah, that's, that's that intentionality. And, uh, and, and like we talk about you cracking at the stone, you know, everything in your life is an opportunity to see God, to see yourself and to get better. You know what I mean? And to learn to crack at the stone. You know, if the stone cutter never chisels out the beautiful angel that is in the rock, you'll never see the angel. But the stone cutter saw the angel, so he was able to pull the angel out of the rock. Just like the person who said, man, I'm tired of sitting on the ground. Let me pull a chair out of a tree. You see what I'm saying? Yes. So you, it, it's our, our, we got to look at it that way. You know, when you listen to this podcast, you got to self-evaluate and look at it, okay, where do I want to be in my life and how do I think myself to get there? Mm. There you go. And then where am I at in my life and how do I think myself to get out of that place? Who do I need to be around? What mentors do I need to link up with? Do I need to just call my boy Aaron and be like, bro, just remind me about how great I am because I'm just not feeling it today. You know, this happened, that happened. You know, and then you would say, come on, man. You remember when you was doing Speak to the King? You remember when you was uh, doing the, the play with Theo and Mateen? Remember when I was, you know, blah, 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 blah. Remember when we was playing ball and you hit this shot? Remember when you just came out on Lovecraft? Yo, do you know who you are? Yeah, 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 yeah. You right, you right, you right. You right, you right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm tripping, man. I'm tripping. You need friends like that because you're going to have moments um, where you don't see yourself in the light that you're supposed to see yourself. When we get consumed with everything that is going on around us, there's so much going on in the world. We have the elections coming up, right? We have increase in uh, rise in COVID cases. We have a changing industry. Everything seems uncertain, you know? But one thing I know for me because I hear that term all the time in these times of uncertainty. Now, we've lost a lot of people, you know what I mean? Which is, you know, our hearts go out and our condolences go to their families. But in 2020 has been one of the best years for me. You see what I'm saying? But I'm not taking on someone's thoughts of uncertainty in these times of uncertainty because I know thoughts become things. So what is uncertain for you is certain for me because I know what the source is, you know what I'm saying? And I gotta remind myself, I don't always feel that way. Sometimes my source is calling Aaron because the light that is Aaron and Aaron is connected to the source that I can get more light and say, hey, hey brother, man, I'm not feeling it. Like, come on, man, we need to laugh. We need to get it together. I need you to go listen to episode 34. And remember when we were talking back then, you see what I'm saying? So that's why friendship is so important. Absolutely. Stonecutters podcast. You can find us on all major streaming podcast platforms. Uh, video recording of this podcast episode is also available on YouTube. If you have questions, comments, suggestions, you can send those to us at stonecutterspodcast at gmail.com. So Will... You've been talking a lot and you've been dropping a lot of the gems and you got me smiling and you got me feeling in a, in a, in a, in a bright, upbeat mood. 
I wanted to ask you one last question about learned traits, because you talked about in the beginning, you talked about basketball and you had to pull out the root, which were these learned traits that you acquired in basketball. Were they always like that? Or was it your last experience in basketball when you weren't starting? Did you have these same feelings when you were starting that if you made a mistake, you were going to get immediately pulled? No, no, because I, I kind of play, I kind of got more of my shot during my junior varsity time where I was able to shine because I can be free. Coach wasn't about to pull me out. You know what I'm saying? So that didn't affect me in junior college. Um, was the same thing. Coach uh, Herschler, I believe his name was, you know, he let me play free. You know what I'm saying? So that's the thing. When you, you, when you have the ability to, or the freedom to make so-called mistakes, it allows you to be more free. You see what I'm saying? But back when I was in high school, you know, we had a good, we had a stack team. Like a lot of brothers can really play. You know what I'm saying? Went to the, uh, went to States. We didn't win. Um, but you know, I would I would take that because you know I'm I want to I'm the most popular kid in school. I'm supposed to be the man. You know what I'm saying? Expectation. So I wanted to be able to shine. So I kind of got lost what you were asking me though. I think I think my mind went somewhere else. <laughs> it was just the the learned traits, and it was you were talking about uh, junior college and the freedom that you got, but then at a certain point in your playing career, that freedom was taken away from you. And you that, that that once that freedom was taken away, then every decision that you make, you're you're doubling down and you're criticizing yourself and you're being hard on yourself. So when you reevaluate those situations now, this this episode is about self-awareness. So mm-hmm. it's like you're reevaluating it now. You pull at the root and you're like, oh man, that last memory or those last memories that I had in basketball, the the the, the thing that I loved before. I'm, I'm loving the thing that I have now. Those feelings that I had there were about getting yanked the minute that I made a mistake. Exactly, exactly. Because that was the thing that I had to deal with. And I called it, you know, pulling the, the rug being pulled from under your feet type of thing. Because you're so used to that happening. You know, it's that learned trait that's in your mind has created a wrinkle in your mind. So now you have to go redo that land, redo that wrinkle. And say, listen, nah, that you know that happened then, but that worked together for your good as well. And you gotta embrace what is now, because it's like on a cell phone, you got apps that are open in the background even though you can't see them. So I had to go and close those apps in my mind and say, hey, you know what I mean? This thing must close out because it's still running in the background. A lot of things are still running in the background, you know, for all of us that are in this this life that we're in sometimes it may be molestation still running in the background it may be bullying still running in the background um, not feeling good enough because someone told you you was never going to be nothing still running in the background and we have to go and deal with that and close those apps and then you have to tell yourself and get around people that can reinforce a new learned trait mm, so what's the new learned trait will for you you're victorious in everything that you do. And it's okay to make mistakes. Find the beauty in it. Don't find the destruction and let it destroy you. Never be a person that puts yourself down. You know, the one thing that I like about Trump, 
I'll say this. The one thing that I like about Trump, no matter what this man says, he never speaks against himself. You would never catch him speaking against himself in anything that he says. You know what I'm saying? Not saying that everything he says is right, but he will never condemn himself. He will never speak against his own temple. You know what I'm saying? And I always, you know, watching documentaries on Trump and all that, I've all, that's one thing that I've taken. Even when he could be dead ass wrong, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> you know what I mean? You know what I mean? But he won't speak down upon himself. You know what I'm saying? And I noticed that and I said, wow, that has to be a strong mind for someone never to tear their own self down. And sometimes we do that. And I'm using that as an example. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. um, that we would never tear your own. Don't be the person that tears Aaron down. Don't be the person that tears Tiffany down. Don't be the person that tears Dom down. Don't tear yourself down. Don't be that person. Build yourself up. You know what I'm saying? And so many times in life, Aaron, you know, things happen. Things didn't go the way we wanted, wanted them to go. And what do we start doing? We keep telling the same story over and over and over again to ourselves, just like watching a commercial on TV. Then it becomes a new wrinkle in our mind, a new programming in our mind that, we're, you know, every time this happens, this always happens to me. But what did you just say? You know what I'm saying? Now you've set it enough to yourself then it becomes a habit and now that's what you attract. And that's what we have to change. Going back to the story that we mentioned earlier about I'm not, you're not an aspiring actor. Because if you meet everybody, well, what would you say to uh, an aspiring actor? Or what would you say to an aspiring, you know, I'm trying to, what would you say to an aspiring, you see what I'm saying? Now yeah. you're, you've become the aspiring actor. Absolutely. Absolutely. You know what I'm saying? Instead of saying, hey, listen, I'm on set right now and I know I'm not where you guys are at. Is it any advice that you can give me that will make things uh, more simplified that I can work on? Oh man, you know, listen, bro, do your own thing. I might say, hey, go buy some Nikes. Why you want me to go buy some Nike? Because I want to remind you of just to do it. That is the best way that you can get experience is by just doing it. You know what I'm saying? And as you jump out the net, you leap and the net will appear. But if you don't leap, the net is not going to appear because there's no need for the net to appear because you haven't leaped. So just like that, leaping the net will appear, right? Think about that. Oh, I'm going to leap. And so I know that I'm not afraid to fall on my face because I know there's always going to be a net to catch me, no matter what. So why, what am I afraid for? There's a person right now that's probably like, man, I really want to leave this job, but I have two kids and I may be as two kids and a single mom. How am I going to do this? Leap. Because if that pull inside of you is saying it's time to go, then that means there's a net that you cannot see, but it's ready to catch you. And that net is right there, full of the money that you need, full of the resources that you need but you can't access those resources until you leap. It's a Stonecutters podcast, man. Yeah. <laughs>